What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman. And guys, I got another update uh, from our great and own Mark Cannizzaro. He is a New York beat writer. And Mark was saying something that really, um, you know, that really uh, got me going and really got me thinking about this whole situation with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And we literally, guys, we literally got like, we're literally going to see in a few weeks on, because we're li- we're almost, we're literally almost ending the month of March. You know, I, I mean, I think there's like two more months left for uh, the month of March, uh, a month of February. I meant the month of February to end. March 7th, obviously, will be the day if we're going to see what Joe Shane's going to do. Now, am I, look, am I worried? No. You guys heard me say, you guys hear, you guys heard me say this multiple times. I am now a big fan of Joe Shane. I love, you know, I was very impressed on what this guy did last season for the Giants, fixing the offensive, you know, fixing the offensive line, you know, in the draft and. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. The offensive line still has a lot of work to do. We, you know, we still gotta figure out what the. We still gotta figure out what what Joe Shane's gonna do at the interior and at the center position. You know, um, but I wouldn't be surpri- I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Shane does that all in the draft because the Giants are still in the rebuild. You know, so we gotta we gotta see what Joe Shane's gonna do, but and but. Before we before we even get into that, we gotta see what Joe Shane's gonna do with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, because you know we're we are in a, we are in a quarterbacks league, and we gotta see what's gonna happen with Daniel Jones. You know, I mean, you guys heard me, you guys heard me say, you guys heard me say it earlier. This guy wants he wants he wants somewhere. Daniel Jones wants. He wants some. He wants forty-five million dollars at least, you know, which is surprising, you know, because. And you guys heard me, you guys heard me come in defense. To this kid, you know, I've been defending this guy for the past ever since he got drafted. I'm the type of fan that I'm the type of fan. That's going to give players opportunities to show me what they can do. This guy never had a chance. He wasn't given opportunities. He was, he, John Mara put him, put him in hell. He put Daniel Jones through hell. He didn't give Daniel Jones the right GM. He didn't give Daniel Jones any good head coach. You know, he didn't give him anything. You know, and now, Joe, now John, you know, that's why a lot of Giants fans were so heated because John Mara didn't do anything but taking this franchise backwards and that kept on, but that kept, that created more losses, you know, for the Giants. The Giants haven't had, you know, like look at guys. We may never, we may never, we may never see another season like this because we don't know if we're gonna get Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley back. But I'm pretty sure, like I said, a lot of a lot of fans wouldn't be wouldn't be over. A lot of guys, a lot of people, if you're a Giants fan. Or another fan of another team, and either that's in the AFC or in the NFC. 
any fan's not gonna, any team, or not any team, any fan wouldn't be upset if Saquon Barkley got released. You know, because Saquon Barkley's not a quarterback. Saquon Barkley's a running back. And we all, you guys know that running backs and quarterbacks are not treated fairly in this league. Quarterbacks get more respect than running backs. Look at the contracts. Quarterbacks get paid more money. Pack, you know. So I mean, what is there? What is there? What is there even to to say? That's why the giant. That's why Saquon Barkley might hit for agency because we are in the quarterbacks league. So you shouldn't be surprised if Joe Shane and Brian Dayball address Daniel Jones first before Saquon. Because we are, like I said, we're in the quarterback's league. Running backs, we're not in those days anymore. Like, I mean, I mentioned names like Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, you know, t- the great Tiki Barber. You know, like, back in, when those guys were playing football, that's when running backs mattered. Because the running game was so, you know, common back then. You know, it's not anymore. We're in the quarterback's league now. Quarterbacks, you know, quarterbacks matter to offensive, you know, quarterbacks matter now in any offensive system. Look at the MVP, look at the MVP race every year. The only non-quarterback process, the only non-quarterback player that, the only player that didn't play quarterback that was in the MVP conversation was Micah Parsons. And Micah Parsons doesn't play quarterback. He plays linebacker. So it sucks, you know, because... Like every year, you see nothing. You see, you don't, you don't see any, you don't see, you don't see any other position in the MVP conversation because we are in a passing league. We are in a quarterbacks league. Quarterbacks matter now. You know, no one cares about the running back. You know that, and you know why? Because running backs now, running backs get paid, and I think I mentioned this about Ezekiel Elliott. Running backs get paid so much money. You know, they don't end up becoming themselves because, you know, I don't know why. When Ezekiel when Ezekiel Elliott's rookie contract ended, Zeke was not the same running back that we all saw in the 2016 season when Dak Prescott and Zeke almost beat the Green Bay Packers in the in the, the divisional round. That's when that's when Ezekiel Elliott was a, that's when Zeke was eating up yards a lot because he was so he was in his rookie year. Saquon obviously he was dealing with injuries and that's why a lot of teams are that's why a lot of teams are worried. You know and that that's why including the Giants. Why should we pay a running back who has been dealing with a torn ACL, a sprained ankle? Why why should we why should we I don't think you know, I think, and this is not from my saying. This is from this is probably from the entire NFL league when they t- when it comes down to running backs. Why should we pay any running back who de- who deals with injuries? Why should we pay him so much money? You know. Well, in this case, you gotta pay Saquon because Saquon is literally the biggest offensive piece the Giants have. You know. And I, I don't think a lot of Giants fans are going to like it to see Saquon walked in for agency. Watch another team pick up Saquon in the second. A lot of teams are going to be fighting for Saquon because he is a top, he's a top five running back when healthy. You know, when healthy, this guy is unstoppable. You know, and I just don't know what's going to happen. 
You know, I did mention the franchise tag. If Daniel Jones gets the franchise tag, Saquon Barkley's going to walk in free agency. But that's that's only going to depend on what Joe Shane and, you know, what Joe Shane and the, and the Giants front office can somehow get a deal done with Saquon Barkley and his representatives. You know, because we don't know what the hell's going to happen. You know, the only thing we know is this. The Giants are expected to give Daniel Jones a franchise tax because there's no way that they're going to pay a guy $45 million who we don't know Daniel. And look at, I'm not trying, none of us are saying Daniel Jones is a scrub. You know, this guy led the worst passing attack on offense in the league to the playoffs and won you a playoff game, you know? So you don't know. Let's see what Daniel Jones can do with a rece- with a receiving core that features a DeAndre Hopkins or a T. Higgins. You know, give me one of those players and let's see what the Giants can do. We don't know. So, that's all I got to say. Um, but back to what I was saying. You know. Oh, no. One thing, one thing before I get into what I'm about to talk about. I said this yesterday. Daniel Jones, he wants to show, I, Daniel Jones, he wants to, he, this is like, this is what happens when you don't, this is what happens when you keep not believing in a guy who came from, yes, don't get me wrong, he came from a bad college, Duke football, it's, Duke, Duke is probably the last team I would want, like, you put Duke against any team, you know, because you know how people, you know how people say an NFL team you know, can you know you, you know how you know how people say an NFL team can be a college team like oh my god the worst NFL team can the 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 Chicago Bears can beat the, can beat Duke that's how even though that might be the boringest game you ever see it's possible because Duke is so trash don't get me wrong the Bears are trash too but Duke is horrible. They they're so horrible they'll lose to the worst team in the in the NFL, you know. But 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 back to what I was saying. Daniel Jones, he he's he wants to risk it all because he, people have been doubting this kid for years, and this is what and you know he's starting to feel himself and he's starting to believe. Oh, look what I did. I, I led I led an offense, you know, that had no number one receiver, that had an an all right offense, an iffy offensive line, you know, and a really good a really good offensive coordinator. Look what I can do, you know. And now you know we we gotta now we're in the position where oh we don't know what we're, we don't know if we, we don't know how much he wants, you know. Because we all we all thought thirty we all thought thirty seven million dollars was was the fair enough price for Daniel Jones to accept, but he doesn't because he thinks he's more than that because he's starting to fill himself because he did something that no one expected him to do. He overachieved. He did something that oh <laughs> no one thought like no one thought Daniel no we none of us thought we were gonna. I don't think I even thought. That we're gonna get uh, into this conversation, you know. Even though, I, even though I was believing in this guy going into the season, you know, it, it stings, you know. 
the only way the Giants can keep Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones is that if they can get Daniel Jones to accept the franchise tag and if they can somehow get Saquon Barkley to accept a, like I said, a $14 million deal has to, has to do it. Because Saquon, he doesn't want to break the, he doesn't want to break the running back. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to, you know, you know, he doesn't want to over, you know, he doesn't want to get overpaid. He's not trying to break the running back market, you know, so we don't know what's going to happen. But back to a Mark, back to a Mark, I was saying, saying how, um, Daniel Jones needs the Giants more than they need him. He's right, you know, because look at Daniel Jones. He's right. Daniel Jones needs the Giants more than the Giants need him. You know, like this is not meant to be a knock on. Look at this is not meant to be a knock on Daniel Jones, you know, as he's entering his fifth NFL season, seeking the security of a lucrative long-term contract following a strong 2022 season. You know, look at this too is not intended to suggest the Giants coming off a 9-7-1 season and a first playoff berth in six seasons, thanks in large part to the way this guy has played. Don't need and don't want Daniel Jones back for the 2023 and beyond. It's simple reality. You know, like, this guy produced his best all-around season in 2022, in large part because he finally found a head coach who got the best of him in Brian Dayball. You know, like, Brian Dayball was Daniel Jones' third head coach in his four NFL seasons, guys. Dayball's offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka, was Daniel Jones' fourth offensive coordinator in four seasons. Four seasons. Con- you know, it, it all comes down to continuity. Continuity counts in the NFL, especially when it comes to quarterbacks. And staying with Brian Dayball will make this guy better. You don't, you don't know if Daniel Jones goes to the Baltimore. You don't know if he's gonna do better. You don't, you don't think he's gonna do great in. Uh, Baltimore, because there's no way in hell the Ravens are going to let Lamar Jackson go in for agency. You know? Even, like, <sighs> continuity counts in the NFL. And st- this kid staying with Dayball will only make him better. Even, look at, even if it is for a few million less than he might make in the open market. Daniel Jones, who's rumored to be seeking, like I said, He's rumored to be seeking a new contract paying in the right neighborhood of $40 million or more per year now that he's made the recent uh, representative switch uh, switch from CAA to Athletes First should take into account as he assesses his options that the grass isn't always greener on the other side of the fence with more green, you know, with more greenbacks in your bank account. In this case of Daniel Jones, blue is better. As in remaining in Giants blue. You know, that means, look at that means agreeing to a reasonable contract that both Daniel Jones and, you know, and a team friendly deal, a contract that should pay him something in the 30 millions to the 35 millions a year range and keeps him in the offensive system 
he's thrived best in. The window for look at the window for teams applying the franchise tag on its players open today, and it's gonna close on the seventh of March. If uh, look at, <coughs> excuse me, I'm gonna say this right now. If a deal isn't struck by then, it's highly likely the Giants will apply the tag on Daniel Jones, which would literally give him the $32.4 million franchise tag uh, number for 2023 unless the sides come to a long-term agreement before uh, before the July 15th deadline. Daniel Jones, look at Daniel Jones playing on the franchise tag in 2023 isn't beneficial for the Giants or Jones or this guy because... That $32.4 million number will immediately, you know, sap the team's salary cap and potentially inhibit the Giants from bringing in some offensive skill position players around Daniel Jones. In that scenario, neither the Giants nor Jones wins, you know? So look it. Look, if we're being honest, in a in an uh an assessment of Daniel Jones 2022. It's not as if he was one of the most prolific quarterbacks in the league, you know, and I'm not trying to say he's a scrub because I don't know what this kid is capable of doing. I don't know what he can do with a good receiving core, you know, he did through, he, he only threw 15 uh, touchdown passes in 16 games. Patrick Mahomes threw 41 touchdown passes. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow both threw 35 touchdowns each. You know, and look at Daniel Jones receiving corpse. I've always mentioned it. It's not even close to the strongest in the league when completely healthy. You know, this receiving core was significantly, com- you know, compromised by injuries. And he didn't have the most prolific group of receivers with which to work with. Still, Jimmy Garoppolo in 10 starts, he threw one more touchdown pass than Daniel Jones did. And Daniel, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's playing with a much better receiving core. Playing with one of the best tight ends in George Kittle. A really good receiving, two really good receivers in Debo Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. And I think we can say he's playing with one of the best running backs in Christian McCaffrey when healthy. You know, Andy Dalton in 14 starts. Threw 18 touchdown passes. Geno Smith, the former Jets reject. You know, uh, threw 30 of them. Davis Mills threw, uh, threw for 17. You know, um, so look at this. This isn't to say those quarterbacks are better than, uh, Daniel Jones, who also produced 708 rushing yards and seven, you know, seven touchdowns in 2022. It is, however, to say that no team in the NFL is likely to pay him upwards of $40 million a year, you know? And it's not because, and it's not that he's, and I'm not saying that because he's not talented. He's really talented. We just don't, if he can't, now look at if Daniel Jones, it would have made more sense if Daniel Jones had a really good receiving core. If Daniel Jones had a really good receiving core, then make, you know, and he was throwing more touchdowns than interceptions or turning the ball over, then you can make the case, oh yeah, he does deserve this 45 million. If Daniel Jones threw 45 touchdown passes and let's say only, you know, uh, let's say six turnovers. Oh yeah, you definitely deserve, um, you you definitely deserve a long a long term contract. 
That includes $45 million because you're showing what you can do. You know, high, this is why I always mention, guys, all the expensive items are always the best items. You know, Daniel Jones is worth more to the Giants than he is to any other team in the league because they have a history together. Most importantly, 2022 when Dayball and Kafka got the best of, you know, got the best out of him. You can't make any guarantees that there's going to be a better quarterback than Daniel Jones than Daniel Jones. Yes, I like Bryce Young, but it, we don't know what he can do. I like I like C, I like CJ Stroud. We don't know what he can do. You have no you can't make any guarantees, you know, that any of those quarterbacks are going to be better than Daniel Jones, you know, going into the season. In the future, that's that's a good debate. But as of right now, no. You keep Daniel Jones and you build and you see what he can do. That's what you do. You know? Because if you go and draft, you're not going to get a quarterback in the draft. Because you literally, the Giants got the 25th overall pick in the first round. So you're not going to get a quarterback. And there's not a lot of good quarterbacks in free agency. Don't give me Derek Carr. Don't give me Jimmy G. Because those guys are, they stick. Don't give me Zach Wilson. Even though I like Zach Wilson. Stick with this guy. See what he can do. Give him some help at the receiving core. Build the offensive line just like how build the offensive line to the draft. And let's see what he can do. And what whatever happens with Saquon, it happens with Saquon. If he stays with the Giants, great. If he doesn't stay with the Giants, still that's great. Like I said, it's not hard, it's not hard to find another running back. And we wish Saquon nothing but the best, and hopefully he thrives where, wherever he ends. Who else? Wherever he ends up with, either that's with, you know, some team that needs a running back, the Bills. I don't know, the Texans. Oh no, the Texans got Damian Pierce. Someone. But look, um, there are no guarantees. Also, if Daniel Jones doesn't sign a long-term deal or locked up for 2023 by franchise tag to stay with the Giants, that he'll ever be better elsewhere than he is under the watch of Dayball, who developed Josh Allen into literally one of the one of the league's best quarterbacks while he was in Buffalo. But strong, look at strong evidence was set in 2022 with Daniel Jones. Brian Dayball and Mike Kafka and his perform his performance and his production would figure to be even better in 2023 and beyond if they remain together. You know, look at if look at if it doesn't work out and Daniel Jones were to part ways with the Giants, Brian Dayball would literally pivot and he'd likely uh, do so related relatively uh, seamlessly because he's that good of a coach right now. With Daniel Jones having signed on with on with his new agency, a group that produced Aaron Rodgers, you know, this this uh, Athletics First, this is a group that produced Aaron Rodgers fully guaranteed three-year $150 million contract. Dak Prescott's four-year $160 million contract deal with uh, $128 million guaranteed. And the Sean Watson's fully guaranteed five-year $230 million contract. The rumors are flying about what he may be seeking from the Giants. Look, at, even though even though we haven't heard a peep from Daniel Jones, let the posturing play out. 
When the spin cycle of speculation slows and difficult decisions must be made, I have believed from the moment the season ended that Jones will remain a giant because it's best for both parties, most particularly that most particular uh, the, the Daniel Jones party. Look at it. I said it before and I'll say it again. And I agree with Mark. Daniel Jones needs the Giants more than he needs a few more million dollars. He needs the Giants more than they need him. So, yeah, guys, that's all. That's, I hope you guys enjoyed my, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, what I had to say about Mark uh, Cannizzaro's uh, update. Um, um, let me know how you guys felt about my, again, my once again long soliloquy. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one and I'll keep you guys updated. Um, but until then, I'm out. Peace.